This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's bring in golf and betting analyst on the Believe Podcast Network, host of the Lock It Up Podcast and host of Believe Me on Stadium TV. We'll ask about that as well. It is our friend Cam Rogers. Cam, good morning to you. We need to talk golf, but I just want to know how you're doing. It's been a while. What's going on? I know. What's going on, Jenks and Chelsea? Good to be with you guys. I told Chelsea a couple of weeks ago, it's camp season on the Daily Tip. A lot of big <laughs> golf tournaments coming up. We got the Masters Players Championship next week. So everything's great here in the good old state of Maryland. Very good. We always love having you on the show and glad to see your face again. So let's get into the Arnold Palmer Invitational to Bay Hill. And, and one thing we know about this course is that it is exceptionally difficult across the board. So when you're looking at how to bet this or who may win, how much, if at all, do you lean on golfers who have championship experience because of the difficulty here? Well, one thing that we've seen so far in these elevated events on the PGA Tour is that the cream has risen to the top, right? The elite golfers have played well. The John Roms, the McElroys, the Schefflers of the world. This is another elevated event on the PGA Tour, meaning a $20 million purse. This is a very difficult track here, Jenks, to your point. Bay Hill, 7,400 yards, par 72, Bermuda grass greens, and a lot of wind and a lot of water. That is the theme on the Florida swing. Whole lot of volatility on these leaderboards because you can go into the water on one hole and get a double and your way out of it after that, right? They say on Thursday, you can't win it, but you can certainly lose it. That's the case here in the Florida swing for sure because these tracks are so difficult and you have the water to deal with. Scotty Scheffler won this tournament at minus five. Tyrrell Hatton back in 2020, minus four. So if you catch a bad day or bad stretch of days here in Orlando for this tournament, it's going to be a grinded out affair. So I'm not going too crazy down the board in terms of the outright market. I'm not looking at long shots or anything like that because you look at these names who have won here. Scheffler, DeChambeau, Hatton, Molinari is a major champion, Rory McIlroy. So if you play well in the majors, typically you play well in a tournament like this, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. So going kind of chalky this week. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you. Like we were talking about, the leaderboards for some of these tournaments have been so exciting to watch because it's the heavy hitters every single week, it seems. And it looks like this tournament has already teed off, um, Mm -hmm. but it's only through a couple of holes. What is somebody, or who is somebody, I should say, that's kind of under the radar that maybe you like to surprise some people, uh, do a, a top 20, top 25 bet? Is there anybody that's not one of the heavy hitters that you kind of like? Yeah, so I think this leaderboard that we see year in and year out lends itself to international players playing well here. And that's because you have the wind, the volatility. You got to keep that ball low. Tommy Fleetwood, the Englishman, I think is solid for a top 20 here this week. He's been top 20 the last two years here in six career starts. Fleetwood has made the cut five times posted two top tens and a T3. He's that grinder type of golfer that typically thrives in these difficult conditions. He has one top 10 and two top 25 finishes in just four starts this season. He's played well in major championships before, including the U.S. Open. That's a grinded out affair, right? So I like Tommy Fleetwood here this week. And then nobody's talking about Hideki Matsuyama for whatever reason, and I think probably it's because we have so many elevated events and you have the Roms and the McElroys of the world playing well. 
Matsuyama isn't so much, but he's still an immense talent. And you're asking for a top 20. That's not a lot. Has played well at this particular event. Did miss the cut at the Genesis, but prior to that, he had three top 30s in a span of four starts. So it's steady play. And all you're asking is a top 20 again. So Matsuyama, Fleetwood, keep an eye on those two guys. We're talking with our friend Cam Rogers. You can check him out as host of the Lock It Up podcast and host of Believe Me on Stadium TV. That just got underway also on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 So let's talk strategy for betting golf since this is your first appearance on the show in this golf season. And it's clearly different than betting other sports. It's very, very tough to pick an outright winner. Do you generally look at top five, top tens? Do you look at... I don't know, maybe something where you're trying to go one golfer versus another. I think I missed you when you were on this show a couple of weeks ago. It's the first time seeing you, so I got to get a little, a little heads up here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, picking an outright winner is nearly impossible when you're talking about picking one guy out of 156, right? That's why you have those inflated numbers. And then even so, like when John Rom cashes at plus 75 or plus 750, I should say, I mean, who's betting that? I'm not betting that in the outright market. That's unbettable. So the way to go is top 20s, top 30s, because you have so much value on the PGA Tour. The differential in talent, guys, from one golfer to the other is so razor thin that somebody who is coming in with three missed cuts can certainly get a top 20 the next week, and you get a really nice number. The other way to go, obviously, is matchups, right? Kind of like picking a game. 1v1. Maybe you have to lay some juice on one side with a Rom or a Scheffler, but maybe you get some plus money on the other side with maybe a Zalatoris or a Matsuyama, right? So I would recommend, especially for people just getting into golf betting, go for those top 30s, those top 40s. I believe BetMGM has them. And then as well, the matchup plays. I think that's the safest bet. And then, you know, if you want to sprinkle an outright for the majors, that's fun, especially the Masters. Typically, that's a chalky event, but otherwise... I do it mostly just for fun to give my insight, but I don't actually bet too much on the outrights. So does recent performance matter when going into the Masters? Because I know a lot of people who just really love the Masters, and so many more people are going to be betting on the Masters that do you think it helps to pay attention to these events leading into the Masters when it comes to your Masters bets? Yes, especially now more than ever. When we have these elevated events, they give off that major championship vibe. We have the Players' Championship before the Masters now. You can study the tape there. Difficult golf course, TPC Sawgrass, right? So you have so much data now to go off of this year in particular that I think you have to put a lot of stock into how these guys are playing going into Augusta, especially tee to green. If you are not playing well tee to green, you're not going to win the Masters. I think the only outlier in terms of playing well tee to green over the last 10 years was Danny Willett, who somehow won that Masters after Jordan Spieth, you know, coughed it up, right? It should have been Spieth, and he was playing well going into that tournament. So that is all to say, if you are not in the top 15 tee to green on the PGA Tour going into the Masters, I'm not betting you in the outright market. So yes, Chelsea, 100% recent form matters. Experience matters too at Augusta. I think it's Fuzz, Fuzzy Zeller, the last time the uh, debutante has won at Augusta, 1979 or something like that. You'll hear about it in a few weeks. But yeah, recent form certainly matters. Cam, so the PGA Tour is taking a bit of a page out of the Live Tour, even though they've done this before. And I'm talking about smaller fields, no cut tournaments. So 
the tour is not foreign to this, but in 2024, they've decided they're going to do more tournaments like this. Is this a good idea? Certainly. I think it's great. They're yep. calling it the designated event model, very similar to what we're seeing on the live tour and you know what like go for it jay monahan i applaud you i remember at the beginning of all of this i was like jay monahan better do things to fix the pga tour now or the shoffleys the cantleys of the world the fowlers of the world are gonna go to live and you're starting to see really important changes on the pga tour so basically there are going to be more elevated events next season and then players won't be required to play in those events but you'll still have the 20 million dollar purses no cuts that obviously ensures that justin thomas's and the tigers of the world play the weekend right so this is all very good for the pga tour and i'm starting to see especially in this 2023 season that live is not that big of a threat guys i mean we joked about it prior to going live i mean they're on the cw and i think they average like a 0.2 rating or something that's horrible i mean i think more people are watching seventh heaven than watching live on the cw you know what i mean so like i think the steam is eventually going to run out with live especially when like brooks kepka isn't playing well i just checked the leaderboard patrick reed they both lost to phil mickelson who's 52 so really important changes here for the PGA Tour, and we'll see what happens. Cam, we got a couple minutes here, but I want to ask you about your new show that you can tell people about called Believe Me on Stadium TV. Yeah, really excited about it, guys. So it's going to be me in the middle. We're going to have Brandon Lang, legendary handicapper on the side, oh, yeah. and then Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end, of course, bachelor contested as well. And they are going to be vying for my bet. I'm the bro sipping on a high noon, has no idea what he's <laughs> doing. They are fighting for my bet, and it'll air on a Friday night, 11 o'clock Eastern time on stadium, primetime at night, and then reruns throughout the weekend. Very excited. The, the man knows his golf and all of his bets. It is Cam Rogers, host of the Believe Me show on Stadium TV, also host of the Lock It Up podcast as well. Cam, great to see you, my friend. Thank you, guys. Take care. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.